And before we start this week's podcast, this is Rocky just dropping you a line and making sure to get in our uh, audible plug before we talk through the whole thing and never get around to it or just make a joke about it later. So go to audibletrial.com slash parts unknown pod and, uh, you know, give us a good look over there. Help us out. Help us keep bringing you this audio majesty. Uh, so yeah, you go there. They have a huge variety of, you know, titles to choose from. I currently, or I'm just about to start listening to uh, Asa Akira's book, Insatiable Porn, A Love Story. And uh, I hear very good things. So that's what I'm going to listen to. If anybody else wants to listen to it, give me your feedback. Let us know via Twitter at parts unknown pod, but unknown spelled a little bit funky. U N K W N. Somebody had the other name. I don't know. Get mad at them for it. So yeah. Audibletrial.com slash parts unknown pod and help us out. And now onto the show. And we're back coming to you from Parts Unknown. This is your host once again. Tranquilo Rocky. Wow. And that's who that is now. Wow. And Rick. Oh, look at this. Oh, man, Chris, I keep it extra tranquilo. Chris lied to me. He's like, man, this thing doesn't say Adobe Genuine Software Integrity Service. It's right. He hit that shit. It's on the bottom. It's just hidden. On the hidden, hidden bar. Um. So, hi. We, have, we were here last week. We still have a... I think, no. We almost weren't here this week. We have uh, three weeks, I think, until um, Money in the Bank. Yes. Yeah. Um, excuse me. So we can start with some newest. There is some newest that Io Shirai is actually officially signed uh, WWE. She's going through her final medicals. Oh, yeah? yeah? Nice. It's funny. I was thinking about it watching last week's NXT since uh, Kyrie was on there against Lacey yeah. Evans. Kyrie did a Destino against Lacey Evans. I saw. <laughs> I, I don't mind heel Lacey Evans. I'll tell you what. It's better than that, like, real, like, 50s housewife. But that's what she is. She's got the woman's right. I know, but now that her hair is a little bit more must, she's she's more edgy. I do like how she works for somebody that's new. <laughs> yeah, she's good. I still don't know what her fucking gimmick is, besides stripper. <laughs> she's just a... I think her gimmick is just like, I'm kind of a badass. Bro. Like, I'm not like, like Shayna Baszler badass. She's, badass. Uh, what's her, Wendy the Riveter or whatever the fucking thing is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot her From name. the, like, we can do it. Yeah, is it Wendy the Riveter? Something like that. I think it's an alliteration, but it's not like Ronda the Riveter, but I think it's it's something of that. <laughs> Ronda the Rousey. Ronda the Riveter. Uh, but yeah, she is, uh, she got a bunch of Japanese docs that looked at her and, um, now she's doing her medical thing for WWE, and is she so. gonna do a farewell stardom thing? She's already gone. She dropped oh, the yeah? title and everything. I mean, they, she, last she, time I really paid attention, she was still like in it. No, she just had a match where she lost, but it wasn't that she lost. They dropped the title because she was going. They were gonna move it on to this girl, this girl that they wanted to anyway. I see. But uh, she'll probably show up. I bet you for the May Young this year. I bet I'm you right she'll probably it. show up with that. So Io Shirai is is probably one of the top female wrestlers of this time. Uh, I know. Oh, pardon me. She has uh, toned down her style as of late. Anyway, um, so we'll see how she does in double uh, double E. Uh, she was originally the first one that wanted to come, and yeah. she couldn't because she had like some heart and neck thing. It was like some weird heart thing that they found. Um, then I know 
Uh, any other big names? Tony Storm actually got signed. Yeah, I like Tony Storm. She's for like the UK females or something like that. They'll probably use her again. She was like WXW something champion. No, she was like Shimmer for a while. No, I know, but she was a WXW something champion recently. Oh. I mean, she travels like everywhere, so. I mean, WXW is in Germany? Yes. I think, I'm sure she's uh, been a champ in Australia and, you know. Probably. All that area. Um, Outside of that, there's nothing else that I know. Besides, oh yeah, we could talk about. Yo, hey, did you hear that Enzo like song? No, I didn't hear the that song. video. I know his uh, clothing line dropped. I didn't something. see that. It's called Real One, I think. Like of his name. It is. There's a song that he put out. I have him on Instagram that I follow him forever I, ago. I I do on the podcasts, uh, or maybe I did on the podcast one, but I hardly ever check it. Um, so we can talk about how do you feel about these Not bad. four out. Shut up. Oh. These four hour pay per views now. Uh, well, the fact. Uh, the fact that the the standard is Four. or they sorry they start at seven they don't necessarily they start at six for us no 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 they start like the pay per view proper starts at seven now the pre show starts at six an hour before mm-hmm. and then but the the pay per view itself won't necessarily go all the way till eleven I think it ends is, supposed is, to end at eleven right? no 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 what they said is that only like the main pay per views will for sure go to eleven. Uh-huh. And those might still start even sooner than that. Well, no, they. I know they said the big three are the still like we have a two hour uh, pre show, which I think is at right, right, like right, five I'm, or four hour time. Yeah, like some that. shit like that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> even eight o'clock, it's like because well, they push past eleven pretty often anyhow. They do because they're on their so, own network, right? Exactly. So. They don't. They're not beholden to anybody's like hey the time. So. I don't think it'll be that drastic of a change, if I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, so I haven't given it that much thought. I mean, meh. really? I don't know. It's it's interesting. I got to see how it plays out. I mean, I'll tell you this: they uh, it'll it'll benefit some of the mid card guys that don't get a look, especially with these combined pay per views now. Like if they were to push to eleven with every single show. You know, not that not the people are clamoring for the mid card, but at least like you could just do more with it. The B team, you mean? Just in general. No, the B team is a very excellent paper, uh, tag team that are pay per view quality and uh, should become the next Raw tag team champions. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, so then what do you feel? Uh, how do you how do you take this uh, <laughs> the ginormous purchase of SmackDown and Raw? Well, Raw isn't moving. Smackdown. But WWE's getting paid, what, $2.5 billion per year? By Fox for yeah, SmackDown. For SmackDown for a year. And I think, well, USA also gave them, like, I think, $2 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I it's think, like $8, mil, $8 billion. Yeah, I think now. freeing up, quote-unquote, SmackDown uh, made it so that USA could pay more for Raw. Yeah. Because they weren't, like, holding on to two shows now. So, like, NBC Universal has Raw. Fox has SmackDown. Yeah. And the r- rumor is that they're moving SmackDown to Fridays. That's what it's supposed to be. I think next year, though. Yes. It won't No, it won't be till like, yeah, 2019. Yeah. 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 It'll be effective as of next year. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, poor SmackDown. No, SmackDown's not going to be on the whole rumor. The idea is that SmackDown's probably going to be the A show. It's on Fox. Eh. That's what everyone's saying. It's going to. Yeah, be- but Fox doesn't get. Ne- I mean, they have access to more viewers, but. Like, I don't think any channel gets more views, at least Monday nights, than USA Network. Well, they don't. Like, but they pull in crazy views. But you have to... Um, I mean, come on, man. SmackDown was on UPN, which is another terrestrial, like, channel. Was back in the day. I'm talking about... Well, Fox is, is huge. 
but Fox is now SmackDown is the A show, and that's the whole thing that people think that they'd move Roman to it, and we'll probably lose a lot of the wrestlers that we like on that show. Well, it won't be until like next year, next year or later this year. I think it's 2019 as well. Well, no, because they just had the draft. So if they do a superstar shakeup, uh, then well, I mean, look, if it's gonna be the A show, you obviously gonna move all the their fucking people that they think is the A people. Therein lies the problem, though, right? Uh-huh. Like. The best thing is to like democratize both shows and have an even number of like top tier talent on both, you know, but the problem always, at least as far as the perception of the internet wrestling community is always that like one show is like front loaded or top loaded with all like the good shit. And then the other show gets like left by the wayside when like if you just balance them out, then they can both thrive and everyone like succeeds. Well, that's that's WWE's doing. No, I know. I know. But I mean, like. Personally, I think why Smackdown jump why jump the gun to that perception if that's not actually going to happen, you know? Because I mean, plenty of wrestlers in and out of WWE have said that like fan speculation is maybe fifty percent right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even the dirt sheets aren't always right either because like WWE pivots against what like the rumor is, or you know they they go right into it. But you only have like a fifty percent chance that it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. Well, it's true. So. I, I, I try not to get too knee deep in all that speculation. I'm just like, whatever, man, I'll just take it as it comes. You know, it's just, I, I liked having SmackDown the day after Raw. If it gets moved to Fridays, I won't necessarily be as like apt to watch it probably. It, it, it seems like it's going to be on the Fridays. That's what. Whatever. I also think the, the notion of A and B show is stupid. That's, I like, I like the, that's WWE's doing, which they've always done. Yeah, well, Raw is again, always their A show and you know. Well, Raw is the flagship show because it came before SmackDown. Yeah. So I think as a flagship show, that is very true. Right. And, you know, I think Raw, because it's longer, like it just has more care put into it than SmackDown has over its history. But I don't know, man. I think the notion of A and B show is like, because even like, even before this most recent draft, like there were some good people on SmackDown. No, there are. I just think the writing isn't necessarily always up to par. But I don't think it's because of the perception of A or B. I think it's just the focal point at the moment happens to be here versus there. Well, I always look at the focal point. It's always on Raw. I mean, but I'll take it like this. But currently, it's not. Raw sucks. It does, but that's... I. I, I but that's, that's only trying to label SmackDown the A show. Like, it's just the flagship and the non-flagship show. Like, well, that's all. I look at it like... They had originally... They put John Cena on SmackDown because it's John Cena, you know? And then they moved him to wherever he could be. But without John Cena... Well, they moved him to be effective for whatever storyline whatever story they want. Him in. Right. Uh, I look at it like they want Roman as their top guy. Their top guy's on their fucking... Their top show, and that's what they want. They want Roman as their top guy. I mean, that's what... Fucking whatever. Um, but... Um, I mean, but that's the thing, right? Like, for the past year plus, like, it... AJ's been yeah well welcome to not being WWE you know that WWE. yeah but I'm saying like AJ has been way more effective as in everything than Roman and AJ is not on the top show I know so but like the top show doesn't necessarily define anything well the top show in their business if we're the, if they were their corporation how they see it is th- this is our guy they're trying to get everything behind he's on this show and he's always well be on that's the show. thing though I think you have two strong like you have you know you have like two Characters that are a, like, 9 out of 10, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. Just just for the sake of making them even, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to put both of them on the same show. Well, you want to put one on one show, one on the other show. I have I have complete understanding with just that. Just one of them is 
is meant to appeal more to a broader demographic than the other. Like AJ plays to hardcore wrestling fans, right? Like not him as a performer, but like the notion of AJ Styles plays to that. Whereas Roman is meant to play to everyone else. I mean, everyone, including wrestling fans, but that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Right? (laughs) But but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think the intention is there, but I think they're both top tier people. Just they provide two different services. You know, Roman falls more in the John Cena side of the spectrum where it's like this dude can put on a pretty good match and he's meant to like visually draw people in and like he's well, a handsome he, guy he's and, their boy man but he's not you know the wrote. same the same was said about cena and cena has since kind of proved everyone that like i can kind of be both like i can put on as good a match as i can put on matches that people really enjoy with the right talent you know maybe roman will get there one day i'm not a roman fan but it's just me <laughs> you know i just think because of the flagship show, that's where you're going to want to draw the most eyes. Not necessarily making it the A show, but you want to put the person that like falls within that ideology there. Well, I, I will say because of USA and Fox, USA, you still need cable for Fox. You just need basic. Yeah, but the, well, no, well, Fox don't need cable at all. You yeah, know, you so can you just, just like need... rabbit ears Fox. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So they probably that's what I'm saying. They have access to more people. Yeah, but I don't think that on Friday nights, people watch tv the same way that they do on monday no. like the difference is monday night raw is an institution now as far as television goes and smackdown can't build that if it's constantly shunted from one place to the other from one time slot to the other from one network to the other you know what i mean so it's hard to f- build that foundation that like raw has 25 years of now well it's, well fox will probably put in a lot into it because it is they paid a shit ton yeah, yeah i'm sure marketing gonna, money will go behind it and, and it's gonna bring but... them a lot of views because it's a big thing you know mm-hmm. who knows so i don't know we'll see it's why usa paid out the ass because usa has no big shows like they did back in the day no suits <laughs> i know raw is like their highest rate show even though i like comedy even, but but this is the thing man like even when they had like burn notice, burn notice. I was just talking about this with somebody at work mm-hmm. today. Burn notice was on for like a million seasons that I've never watched. Yeah, no, I know, but I I know coming from when we people love Chris Lee knows best. If when Raw was around the time back then, you know, before they moved to TNN, that's why USA lost them because they had shit like what La Femme Nikita, and they had a bunch of mm-hmm. shows that were super on fire at that time. You know, that's what I heard, and that's why they were like, yeah, we can shake to lose Raw. But then they have Raw, and I was like, even though it does, you know, dinky, it seems like it does shit ratings. It's USA's highest rated show, and it's what brings people here. That's Christ. Fucking boot. The big boot. Oh, I see here on Pro Wrestling Sheet about the Yoshirai thing. Oh, she's there, Tina? Uh, yeah, yeah, it says Yoshirai confirmed stardom departure reportedly heading to WWE. This yeah. is probably a few days old. Yeah, I think it was like two days or something that I heard about it. This is the other good one. Enzo Mori, this is Rape Accuser and debut rap video. That's what I Is think. that what you saw? Yeah. I saw a good portion of it. It's bad. I was like, come on, man. Tell me, tell me, tell me how good it is. Bad. Tell like me he how... sounds bad on it. Does he sound like Enzo More? Or has yeah. he got a different voice? No, no. Sounds like He's got it. his regular voice? No, or he, sounds Enzo ra- voice? he sounds like a wrestler trying to rap. It's just short of the macho man. I was going to say, is it my, when you started doing it, I was like, oh, is it going to be a macho man rap? Uh, let me see. Be a man, Hogan. Be a man. <laughs> Hold on. Is it on World Star? Of course it's on World Star. Of course it's on World Star. Right next to the. Oh, let me skip all this bullshit. Oh, he starts off as fat Enzo. Oh, 
Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Sounds like that 6969 69 guy. The, the, the guy with all the 69s on him. Oh, Takeshi 69. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, that's... That happened. Does he drop f bombs in there and stuff, or is he uh, like? I don't know if he drops f bombs. Will Smith rap. No, no, no. He said "bitch" just a moment ago. <laughs> you know that, that you can hit that. That's no, a PG. He, he gets fairly explicit. I mean, to a degree. I don't remember because I was laughing at it a lot. I retweeted it when I saw it on on uh, on the front parts unknown Twitter. Okay, so uh, would you rather, if you were locked in a room, would you rather listen to this on loop or uh, basic thugonomics on loop? Probably basic thugonomics. <laughs> <laughs> Word, wait, the album? No, just the, the album is a piece of shit. I had that album. I didn't oh, wait, buy no, it. that's not basic thugonomics. That's the time is now. The time is now. Whatever. The, the actual the John Cena when he was the heel I, the rap song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word life. This is basic thugonomics. Who basic is a better? Who's a better fucking? I'll probably MC. take basic thugonomics because this shit is just. You heard it. I mean, it's just. It's Enzo cutting a promo for like three minutes or however long. I mean, this basic, shit is. basic thugonomics is pretty just like. I'm just gonna rhyme everything with everything. That, I mean, I, I'll take that though. Like, if I have to choose uh-huh. and I can't like kill myself, no, uh, I'll take basic. It's like you're in Clockwork Orange, strapped to the chair, ah, and they're holding your ears open. <laughs> and uh, then maybe be a man, Hogan will show up every ten ver- times. <laughs> Listen ten times and oh, be a man. Yeah. Uh, and you don't, you still don't watch Being the Elite, right? No. Oh man, there's. A, like they've uh, they've since come back and have kind of retooled it a little bit, and you know they have like a few more characters kind of coming in and out, and uh, a running gag lately has been like Jay Lethal will come in and somebody will like you know put their hand like on his like a trapezius kind of area, and then he like you know makes this like face, and all of a sudden he's black machismo. Or actually, yeah. he's Macho Man, really, and he's like talking about like you know '90s era shit. Mm-hmm. And then when they touch him there again, he's just like, "Oh, what happened?" Like he blacks out into black machismo. Uh, it's very funny. Uh, have you seen this? I, I it was a tra- it was a, a Twitter moment actually. I think yesterday. Where uh, John Cena praised Velveteen Dream, pos- no. saying he's possibly uh, he could be the one, quote unquote. I saw that uh, that match yeah with Ricochet before I got interrupted. It was a good match. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks. Ago. It was last week. Yeah, it was a triple threat with Lars. Yeah, which I still don't like Lars Sullivan. Like I get what he is. He's just like Alpha Primitive guy. But I don't. He's know. a very smart Alpha. I just don't, I just don't care. I love his entrance with the light behind him. Yeah. I guess I prefer one and only. <laughs> Which, if I haven't used is, that sorry, music, I'm using the, the one, one and, only. and the only. No, it's it, the one and only. No, because I think he's the one and the only. Ricochet. No, he's one and only. I'll just I'll play this shit now. But but he in his promos, it oh, sounds maybe, wrong. Maybe. It sounds the one and only because he's the one and the only Ricochet. Jesus Christ! It's worse than me kicking the fucking thing. It's true. I wasn't sure how far to keep my phones. <laughs> Why is more by CFOs the music of WWE Network and then Jack Swagger, who is a champion somewhere I just saw recently? I forgot what promotion, like some indie promotion, but I'm like Jack Swagger. See, if I didn't use Ricochet's music, because I already used it before, if not, I'm using it in this episode. Um, on SmackDown, I wasn't paying attention, but did you hear what was the whole thing with the? Let's say Sombra with Sin Cara and uh Oh yeah, yeah. He um 
he was backstage with uh, with Andrade, uh-huh. and then uh, Zelina Vega shows up. Was he like, "Hey, Cabron, what's up?" <laughs> and she is just like, you know, just kind of like down talking him. And then Sincaro is just like, "No, we've known each other for a long time." And he, you know, he kind of like grabs him on the shoulder, like trap area. Uh-huh. And then uh, like she goes in on a little bit more, and then uh, Andrade is just like, "Let that be the last time you touch me." Is it in English or in no? Spanish? In Spanish. In okay, Spanish. Okay, it was dope. It was dope as shit, actually. <laughs> and I was like. Ooh gonna be good does he really know him i wonder if he does i'm sure he does man or he knows the character i'm saying no man <laughs> he knows uh i am the fourth iteration of sincara my friend <laughs> he's only sincara 2 was he no i thought he's sincara 4 no man he's sincara 2 it's only uh mystico and uh it, no it's well caristico now yeah yeah but it's only him and this one the one with the tattoo <laughs> the one you mean uh i was gonna say camacho <laughs> no that's uh that's fucking tonga tonga Leo. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry i'm thinking leo tonga <laughs> Tongaroa. Tongaroa. Um he's uh damn it, what was his stupid name? Unico. Yeah, Unico. He's Unico. Uh that's it. Just two scene cars, man. <laughs> also, I didn't know and because I don't watch 205 Live. One, I never noticed when Raw dropped the cruiserweights completely. How have you not? They're never on that show anymore. I just never noticed when it happened. It happened once Drake Maverick showed up, pretty much. I when, guess yeah. when they rebooted it. Like uh, which is fine by me, by the way. Uh, no, because, then, okay, I, there's some qualms about that, because if you're trying to get over a show, I mean, people kind of give it a okay, shit, but they don't like people, it. People that are lay wrestling fans are not going to watch Show 5 Live. Well, no one's going to watch Show 5 Live. It's not happening. Like, it's wrestling sad. fans that like wrestling fans will watch Show 5 Live. It's, well, I mean, okay, so then here, to trying to get over people without putting them on where no one's paying attention. You, you know, like Raw was kind of like a little like, hey, yeah, but, but these are these people. You know what it was? It ruined them, though, but it was something but that, that they, therein lies the problem. You did. put them on Raw and people shit on it like you. And uh, well, it was it was a bad representation of them. It just became like, oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Like and they gave have, them two minute matches. You have like these storylines that like then you have then they're forcing you to tune into a show and at another time. No, man, just watch the show <laughs> and that's it. Like, don't make it a whole thing because effectively 205 Live is now the show that was supposed to come after the classic. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, without having to do this, like, you know, we're going to get a segment on Rob that no one cares about, that nobody, like, that Raw doesn't even treat seriously. Well, I wouldn't have minded, or I guess people would have cared if they weren't, like, shit, like, one-minute matches. Like, if we actually No, but had before, a- they had long... Like, when they did the whole, like, changing of the ropes, they had long matches. No, matches. It just doesn't play to the audience that's coming to Raw. And that, therein lies the problem. Like, I think you could, if you presented that on a more, like, indie type uh, thing, then I think it wouldn't look nearly as empty sometimes. But, like, on SmackDown, or after SmackDown, uh, for the Cedric uh, Buddy Murphy match, people were into it. Yeah, it's good. And, you know, there was This Is Awesome chance a few times. Those were really good matches. They've been doing that every so often, yeah. Uh, So, I think, you know... But for every one of those, you have to deal with like Lucha Party or whatever. I don't mind Lucha Party. I just think it's a stupid name. <laughs> you can drop two of those guys and keep one, but <laughs> but um, hey man, you you leave my my uh, Grand Metallic alone. That's the one who I want to keep. Oh okay. The other, I mean, no, okay. Lindsay is good. Lindsay's cool. Kalisto's very good. Um, but I don't man, know, man. Kalisto just misses the mark for me. He's much better than he was. Before, when he was just Botchman. I guess. When he's Botchman 5000, Rob Zombie's other band. Uh, of the three, he comes in third for me. Really? Lindsay's like, he's all right. I think Kalisto does more Flippy McFlippers and shit. I don't them. need Flippy McFlippers. I just need, like, an entertaining match. I want the Mexicans to do Flippy McFlippersons. I know, but if you're not going to do it, like, in a in a good way, then don't do it at all. 
Again, I saw Lince at that Broward Community College, and he put on a good six-man match with two he other did. like small guys. But now he's in the ring with the fucking... You know what I mean? The, and that was a really entertaining Cuervo match. Cuervo of La Ropes. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, the... Yeah. No, when is he? I don't know, man. This is all you, because I don't watch 205 Live. I don't know. What the fuck is his name in Spanish? Mm-hmm. Fucking whatever Mauro said. Did you okay? Speaking of Mauro, I'm sorry, we're gonna go off topic. Did you see his uh bipolar no, rock and roller documentary? Here it's very good. I, I saw a bunch of people being like, Where wanna go where to go Mauro? And I was like, Yeah, man, that's awesome. I have to see it, and I hear it's quite good. Quite good. I don't know. I just I, you know, I don't know, man. I don't like watching sad shit like that. <laughs> I mean, it's good, it's not sad in the end, yeah. you know, he's where he is now, and no, 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 not sad from like a story standpoint, but I'm like, I don't know, man, mental illness and shit. Like, there's enough to worry about in the world. Like, well, the whole thing is to it's, him it's to more, bring it to the forefront. He put himself up, like, uh, yeah, but yeah. that's the thing. Like, I'm aware of it, and I'm aware that he has it. I'm aware he battles with it. So, like, I don't know, man. It's just, I feel like it's not necessarily meant for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, props tomorrow for like being so upfront with the whole thing and being like a spokesman for that. He also, you know, like, he's totally about that. He does mar- medical marijuana. Good for him. But like, as should a, most people. Well, that's the thing that WWE's very against. Yeah, but you know, there's like a pot tax, but it's funny they don't uh, whatever. So he's like talking to Roman about that. Wasn't there? Was he on Adderall? Shakabra. He was on Adderall. Yeah, probably. Sorry, you talked to Randy about that. (laughs) Well, the the pot tax. I think it's like twenty five hundred or something like that. Whatever. Getting pop for pot. But um. Anyway, yeah, two hundred five. I know. Pay twenty five hundred for that video of Morrow reacting at the the last takeover. I think was that. that, Yeah, that's one of my favorites on my YouTube. The whole video. Um, what was it? 205. Okay, yeah, that also brings up the idea of with SmackDown moving technically to Friday nights, what's going to happen in 205? I mean, it's a year out. No one knows what the fuck they're going to do. That's the thing. I mean, again, I think 205 can tour like smaller venues. No, but like to be, when would they record, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think 205 can just tour separately, like smaller venues. Well, 205 did tour and it, it did tank. Remember that? Yeah, what was it touring? Like, what was it touring? It was doing its own. It's like Festival de Lucha that WCW no, tried to do. No, no, no. The 205. Which is on the network, by the way. Is it? I went into the Hidden Gems area and they have like Bruiser Brody versus Abdullah the Butcher and they have, they added like a bunch of stuff. Is in it there. from like NWA and shit like that? Uh, no, I think it's something else. I forgot Mid what South it is. or Smoky Mountains? All the weird I don't know. Shit, it it might be like South Africa. Fuck knows. Uh, no. Okay. 205 went on their own tour when Enzo was champ. Um, and there was a lot of people and it was, the sales were bad enough that that's when they brought, um, that's where Matt Hardy and Bray started their, were working on their feud. They took them on the road. They were the main mm-hmm. event and then it just, it petered out, but it was like something that they tried. To yeah. But it's like, also, I think, I think that also goes to the point of that was when 205 was almost at its lowest oh, and yeah. from, from a quality standpoint, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I still haven't seen the, the Buddy Murphy-Mustafa matches, but I hear such They're good things. Good. Yes. That, like, if you're putting on matches like that, the ones with Cedric, you know, if you're consistently putting on these good kind of matches, I think it would draw more people into smaller venues. You know, it doesn't have to be like a War Memorial or something like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, that could be like like the place in, uh, in Coral Gables or, you know, set up a little bit different. Thing where they do NXT. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like more of a house show vibe, I think. And I mean, you can squeeze in a lot of people into a small venue like well, I that. Well, think, I think that's what it was. I don't I don't remember what buildings they were running, but I uh-huh. assume it was supposed to be, we're not going into the AAA to do a 205 Live with like, what, 10 wrestlers that we got? You know, so. Um, By the way, I'm sorry, I'm reading. I'm, I'm, I've been trying like in our discussion to read more about this John Cena putting over Velveteen Dream. And uh, it was at Megacon this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
It said when asked about so Cena put over the 22 year old NXT star during a question and answer session with fans at Megacon Orlando when asked whether he'd want to face Dream Ricochet or Adam Cole. It says Cena quickly pointed to Velveteen and said, you know how in Star Wars movies, the old Jedi's can look at the rookie Jedi's and be like, I think that's the one. I kind of have a weird, odd midichlorian feeling about Velveteen Dream. I think there's something special there. Uh, Velveteen's he's very good, and I think he can be very oh, good. He's gotten so much better, even from when he started. He is, but there are some things he still needs to work on. Like he's his character's awesome, but yeah. the, his matches sometimes that with um, what's his name, Alistair Black? No, Elbow Man. Oh, Cashizana. Yeah, there was those weird kind of too fast moves that they started. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I, I just think it's one of those like. He's 22. Like he gets, he gets ahead of himself a little bit, probably. Yeah. Uh, but like he has a lot of good. Again, that match with Ricochet. I mean, like Ricochet is a proven commodity as far as like putting on an entertaining match, like promos and shit. There's a little bit different story, but uh, yo, that match was coming together real nice. Yeah. And even the spots of like, you know, Ricochet is doing his like, ba- you know, uh, handspring off of the ropes, and then like in his land pose thing. And like Dream comes in at the same time and just like have that face off moment. Their like, tag match just like, this, Ooh, that's this good. past Wednesday. That was right? really yeah. good also. <clears throat> and they looked really good as a tag unit, surprisingly. I think they were until he partners. turns on them. I think they worked together a long time ago. I think there's a picture that he put or Dream on his Instagram of him. Like when he showed up, like of them like holding some belt when nice. they were just like on the Indies. Oh, um, what's it called? The 540? Is that what his move is? Uh, 970 or something no, like that? No, it's the six. Uh, it's a 360 plus uh, another 180 degrees. So the 540. It is a 540, right? I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they let him use that and not him doing his muscle. Or is it 720? I think it's a 720. I don't remember. But I'm glad he does that still. I haven't seen him do it yet because I haven't watched NXT in a while. He did it on... Yeah, he did He did it on... Uh, 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 Lars? Lars. Did he? Yeah. I mean, maybe I didn't catch match, that yeah. moment. Um, oh, that Otis Dozovich. Hate them so much. Oh my god, they're so good, Rocky. What is your problem? like? Don't get me wrong. I can I can see why they're amusing. I just they don't do anything for he, me. Otis is money. Look at that guy. That guy's made for wrestling. That no, he and how he walks. He's a cartoon. He he already has lats, but he does like even wider lat the, walk. That's the problem. He's he's too cartoonish for me. Oh, that's what wrestling. He's supposed to be like. Yeah, no, it's guy. that's why I said he's too cartoonish. And then like Tucker Knight is just not they're, anything. Like he's kind of bland by comparison. For a big guy, he's not that bad. But no, I think saying, Otis just, is the show. He's like, just bland by comparison. Yeah. So much so that like I enjoyed TM61 a little bit more than that. Oh, those guys are the bland to me blands. Yeah, they are. They Them are for tur- sure. Turning them heel is like, let's see what you can do because now they have a character before they're just, we're Australian. Right, right, right. Our move is a fucking. I actually like that the back of their like new shirt thing say the mighty don't kneel. Uh, it's like I I wanted to like them. Maybe it'll be like an Andrade well, think, thing where it takes a long time for them. I, to I just think get like good. they're very capable workers because mm-hmm. like those matches they had with like AOP were good. Like the yeah. one where Homeboy got injured in, it was a good match. Yeah, it was like and the stupid shark. Is that the shark cage over uh, the ring that, match? That was a bad match. Uh, well, I mean, that was like, like the chain drop thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was terrible. But I mean, from a working standpoint, you know, what I mean, like I think they're solid. But yeah, like they need characters. Yeah, because they're just Blaney McBlaney guys. But I mean, the same thing could have been said about like Billy Kane, Peyton Royce when they came into NXT. Like they were extra bland. Well, they were, but these guys have been for a while. They disappeared. They well, came that's back the thing. They've been gone bland. for a long ass time. 
And then they had their high package that like, this is who we are. I'm like, all right, cool. Now they give, now we know the characters. They're still bland. Oh, now they can be heels. Okay, let's see what they can do. Because Andrade was like the same thing. He's just the dude with the shitty gimmick. He's very bland. Awesome, bro. I feel he's going to go back to Mexico because he's fucking done. You know, it's really sad. Go back to Mexico. Wow, he's really good now. (laughs) I do. Again. It could happen with TM61. You're you're like the, the, I guess, like more hyphy fan, but... I tend to call him out like earlier than you do. No man, Andrade was like. No, I was all over Andrade when you were so like he's fucking shitty. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Shit pimp like, gimmick. No, no, no. The shit pimp pimp thing was bad. But <laughs> I think as soon as he started getting a little bit more in Goldberg Novel, I was like, I'm I'm about it. I'm about this. He and you're like, yeah, he's still kind of whack. He needed Selena like, Vega. Now, bro. He needed Selena. He did. Vega. He did for sure. Like she's a great heater and like it's easy on the eyes. But uh. But he has really been stepping it up. Yo, that jobber match that he had, that he almost beat the shit out of that guy? <laughs> like, it looked like he was just wailing on him. I need Sanity to show up. I, I, You know what I feel? I feel they're going to show up at the pay-per-view. They're going to beat the Bludgeon Brothers? I think they're going to show up at the pay-per-view. I don't think they're sure. going to show up on a SmackDown, and I think it's going to be at the pay-per-view. Because I, I feel like, obviously, the Good Brothers are going to lose, and then Sanity's going to be. Super sad. It does, but Sanity's... I feel Sanity's going to get the belt. I wonder who it's going to be in Sanity. I know. Are they, are they going to be heels? I mean, they should Their be. Their promos are healed. Based, right. Based on appearance. Oh, yeah. Okada's response to these things is hilarious. Uh, what things? Okada? You ever seen him respond? Like, oh, there he put up that, that I, video well, of, like, chaos is coming. I told you that. And he's like, no, we're in Japan now. Or something that, like, I'm in Tokyo right now. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, what company was it that put out another one? I think it was Lego. Uh-huh. That was like, chaos is, is coming. And he's like, no, we're still in Japan. <laughs> I retweeted both of them. You really should follow this Twitter, bro. I follow on Instagram, but he hasn't put it. No, no, no. Follow our Twitter. Oh, I retweet a bunch of shit that you probably be like, you know me. I'm the period man, bro. That's fine. Doesn't mean you can't follow. (laughs) I can't follow. If I was some hot chick on Twitter, you'd be like, no, I would. If if you were uncensored, if you were some hot chick, I'd favor a picture of yours from five years ago and then erase it really quickly and then have to fucking (laughs) figure out what I was doing. I still want to. I still want to assume that she knows who it's you. It's you, Barry. I haven't seen her in five hundred years. Super funny. Whatever. Also, unrelated. Did you see the uh, Kenny Omega Street Fighter Five thing? Yes, that was really. Do you cool. know who's on the phone? Xavier Woods. Yeah, that's yeah, I read about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's been our episode. We have uh, things that need to be done in this place that we were in that we cannot stay too long. So, um, yeah, think, we actually, I think we saw. It's only. It's time out. It was a half hour. All right, bro. I didn't give a time on this one. Oh well, I just did. I can't. Uh, I can't renege. Yeah. Can't do that. Okay, man. Can't do it, bro. All right, bro. Once again, this has been your hosts, Rocky and Rick. Catch you next week. Tranquilo. Wow. Wasn't that a great episode? I wanted to make sure to not only that I come in at the beginning of this episode, but I'm also coming in at the end just to keep reminding everybody that listens and loves us. Wink, wink, that you can always head over to our Patreon. You know, it's a thing we're trying to get into more, help maybe create more content, get more involved with the community, see who listens and get some feedback and just be more direct. So if you go to patreon.com, slash parts unknown pod then 
you know, you'll be able to help us out, you know, get things rolling, see if we can get like a nice little thing going over there and maybe up the quality, do some more things, video games, maybe Patreon. I mean, not Patreon. I'm sorry. Periscope live broadcasts, you know, whatever, just interacting with the community more. And we know that wrestling fans love to talk about all sorts of wrestling things. So yeah, go give us a look over there. Patreon.com slash parts unknown pod. Thanks a lot. Until next week.